Well, thank you, Rick. Appreciate that. And uh, this is uh, really going to be a special time. Tim and Courtney, as you know, they're our international uh, representatives, our missionaries in Yembe Yembe. Uh, and uh, we wanted to take a few minutes and just uh, kind of have a dialogue and, and get a recap of some things that have, have, have they've accomplished their first eight years, some of what's happened during their uh, furlough here, and then some of the things that they're going to be uh, attempting with God's help to accomplish over the next four years. And so we wanted to share that with you because they are they're part of us. They're part of our family. They, they come from us. We send them out. We're connected. We're connected relationally. We're connected spiritually. We're connected financially. Uh, we're connect, connected emotionally and in prayer support. So we wanted to share with you just some really neat things and also wanted to capture this via video so that we could share it with others that can tune in via the website. So uh, Tim and Courtney, thank you so much for taking just a few minutes to sit and chat with me, and then we'll transition into your message on LifeLock. But you two have been on an, uh, an amazing journey in Yembe, and uh, you've been on the cutting edge of missions. You've gone in and, and, and reached an unreached people group. So uh, as challenging as it is, just recap for us briefly the first eight years, some of the highlights that you've accomplished, and then we'll talk a little bit about your furlough time and some neat things that the Lord's been teaching you. I'm sorry, Mark. All right. All right. You can hear me now. We have been in a place called Yembe Yembe. It's this island, uh, this village in an island of Papua New Guinea. If you go to Australia, you know, Sydney, Australia, and you go north, that's where Papua New Guinea is. And we're in a little village there in a place called Yembe Yembe. And this picture he's going to throw up here uh, that is up there because I didn't see back there. The picture is our three boys, Elijah, Judah, and Benjamin with their friends. And the backdrop is the jungle. That's where we've lived the last eight years. We went in there to tell them about Jesus and to make disciples. In order to do that, we had to learn their language. So we took a few years, we learned their language, and then we finally were able to speak to them in their language. I, it wasn't English. It was their language. It, it sounds like this. I just say, hey, we're going to get together, we're going to talk, and I'm going to tell you about God's talk. That's what you're able to say in their language. Well, first, we had to make an alphabet. And so we took the 19 sounds that we heard, and we gave them A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and showed them how to write, showed them how to read. And then after, during that time, we're starting to translate God's Word, which is right here, because we wanted to hold it up and say, it's God's Word that we're bringing to you, not man's Word. That's why the translation was so key. Not just to speak to their heart language, but to give it its authority of where it's at. It's not my Word, it's God's Word. And so we taught them through Genesis to Jesus. took four months in their language. And then we had believers that first year back in 2008. That came with a lot of persecution. You guys have heard some of the stories. They came with spears at our baptism. They wanted to kill us. Uh, there was opposition. People did not like this message of Jesus because it took the power away from the big men. No longer could they manipulate everyone uh, when they were feeling sick or they were scared. Now it's all Jesus and they're free and they didn't like that. So just get these missionaries out of here. So they've just been persecution this whole time. And this last year, we've been uh, finally able to have the chance to hand God's word to them in their language. You finally finished the product after eight years back in 2013, handing them God's word, passing the baton to these disciples. See, for the last eight years, we weren't just making converts, believe in Jesus. We're making disciples, people that can take this word, teach it, and reproduce themselves. And so we've been gone this last year because we've been here in America. And we've heard great stories of them growing through the persecution. A couple guys 
uh, are in the pipeline to become elders. And they told my coworker, hey, tell Tim, when he gets back, these are the three guys we think we can lay hands on and make elders, but we're going to wait. We're going to wait until he gets back because we want it to be a special time. So just be encouraged with what God is doing these last eight years in the MBMB. That's fantastic. Real and lasting fruit. Now, you, you have been... Uh, having some wonderful experiences, learning some lessons, powerful, life-changing lessons while you've been here on furlough. Talk to us a little bit about that. Amen. You know, we had transparent discipleship in YMBMB. I mean, they were just honest. When we said, we want you to be an elder and you're the husband of one wife, the guy's like, I'm sleeping with these other 13, so I can't be with them anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, so they were just transparent. And, and the, the beauty of transparent discipleship is we, got, we took care of things. We were able to speak truth to each other. We're honest. This is who we are. And, and we came back and here, and we want to continue in that transparent discipleship. So we got together with some, some of you here in, in small groups, and we were transparent with uh, you guys and where we're at. And uh, as we were telling them about our plans for these months, and we're going to do this, we're going to serve, we're going to get involved, and... and and one of, the, one of the guys in our group said, who told you that, Tim? Who told you you need to yank your kins around like Mickey and Minnie Mouse to shake everyone and say hi and da 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 and do all that and, and, and set every day of the week you're busy and you're running around? Who told you all that? I thought this time was supposed to be rest. I said, I, I don't know. I think God. And it caused me to question, okay, am I really listening to the Holy Spirit's voice? And so this year, in this last six months specifically, just together in this pursuit, we want to recognize the Holy Spirit's voice in our life. And through that, there's been so much more joy in our marriage. And we have met with some, but not everyone as we wanted to. And that's been kind of, but God's saying, no, I am here. I am working in your heart. I want to grow your family, but not just you two. Your two little boys, Elijah and Judah, our two oldest, they believe in Jesus. Just like you're trying to recognize the Holy Spirit, I want your boys to. I was like, oh. you know, I grew up, it's like, <laughs> obey, <laughs> you know, I got disciplined a lot as ADHD, poor me. Um, you know, that, that was me growing up. I, I was never told to be in this pursuit to listen to the Holy Spirit's voice. And so three months ago, it just clicked on. And some of you are going to be like, duh, I knew that 10 years ago. Oh, I just got it three months ago, okay? <laughs> Amen. By the way, I was supposed to say that in my message. If you want to say an amen or woohoo or just yeah, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. All right. Um, only my wife can say, ow. Only you can say it. I don't want to hear any of that. Um, I looked at my boys and I said, hey, mommy and daddy are in this pursuit of the Holy Spirit. To listen to his voice. It's not just we open God's word and we read it. No, the guider, the one who is going to open your eyes is the Holy Spirit. Pause and listen. And so my, my boy Judah the middle guy there, he, he came to me and he, he said, I was reading in Genesis, because we've been reading in Genesis. So you know what? I was just reading and I thought, wow, that's a lot of work God put into making this earth. You know, he's, it's, it's, it's really special what he did. He's like, do you think he was creating that for me? Because that's what it seems like. I said, yeah. And he's like, was that the Holy Spirit opening my mind to that? I said, yes. And no joke, he goes, yes! All right, go back. I'm going to find some more here of the Holy Spirit speaking to me. That was the most exciting thing. I didn't grow up like that. And that's one of the things our furlough has been, is this pursuit to listen to his voice together as a family. 